Good morning. Welcome to the game room. So we are going to do a little more about the Warden in For Honor. Um, I've seen a lot of people playing some pretty high-level matches with him, and it's uh, him, him or her, I guess. Uh, I play a female Warden. I just, I don't know, I just like the female knight. It seems kind of cool. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about the character and what your top moves are, what your good mix-ups are, and just overall the playstyle of the character. Um, we'll start with that first. Overall, the character is rated really high. Um, it's one of the top characters in the game right now. Um, and the reason is is that uh, they are versatile and adaptable, just like the game states. Um, overall, their stats are good. Um, there is a PowerPoint on Reddit under the Competitive for Honor uh, thread for Reddit, and they they really did a nice job of interviewing lots of players through the beta and into the beginning of the uh, full release of the game and did a lot of good question and answers with them to find out who the best characters are and for what reasons. And really, the Warden has uh, a lot of good things going for her. Okay, She has uh, top light which is a, uh, it has what they call, um, like, superior block on it. Uh, basically what this means is that you can interrupt other people's top attacks, either heavy or lights, either one, and deliver, like, a block and a half of damage, uh, which is a chunk for a light attack. Um, it also gives you the momentum uh, right after it hits, and uh, you can uh, cancel into your shoulder charge with it. So it's really one of your best openers. Uh, it's also a good move just to humiliate and stop players from doing their own attacks. It works extremely well against Kensei's Unblockable. Uh, it also works really well uh, against a lot of the Conqueror's moves because you'll tend to see a lot of Conquerors do their top heavy. It's one of their faster heavy moves. I think it's their fastest heavy move. So you will see that come out a lot. Um, and it's it's just a good move overall. It's a great move. Um, the Warden's top heavy attack is their slowest attack, but it also does the most damage. I think it comes in at like 40 or 45 points of damage, which is a chunk. Um, you really only want to throw this move out as a feint or when you have thrown your opponent with a guard break into the wall. Uh, by throwing them into the wall, you get a free top heavy, and that's really what you should go for every time, unless you're trying to potentially do some sort of uh, oaky wake-up stuff. And in that case, you could do a side heavy, uh, save a little bit of your stamina, and go further. Um, but really, uh, top heavy is pretty much the way to go right now in the meta. It's just a shit ton of damage. Uh, I think it's almost two blocks of damage uh, in non-Dominion. So if you start playing Dominion where you have all your weapons pumped up and everything and gear score, uh, it can do a hell of a lot of damage. Um, I've seen almost three blocks off of a top heavy So <clears throat> without revenge. So it's, it's really good. Um, lots of damage, lots of damage. Um, their side heavies are pretty much your go-to punish. Um, off of the guard break. If you catch a guard break out in the open, you should always go for side heavy. Um, I do see a lot of people going for side lights uh, because you can double that up and get a guaranteed second hit follow-up. Uh, and that also allows you to transition into shoulder charge. So you see that a lot as well because it's just really fast. Um, but the reason you, you want to go for side heavy is not only for the most damage off a side punish or guard break punish, but it also... Uh, leads in really, really well to her faint game, which is where you hit them with the side punish and you can transition into the opposite side or the same side uh, a second attack. Now, by doing that, 
you're conditioning the player, no matter what their skill level is, you want to start with this. Uh, it conditions the player for you to see, can they or can't they parry or block that move effectively? Are they just going to attack? Because in this game, more so than other competitive fighting games, it's really important to read your opponent and kind of get a, <clears throat> a good gist or a good understanding of what they're capable of. Um, because it seems to me like a lot of entry-level players in this game are playing it more like a hack-and-slash. They're not really playing the game uh, with the intent of, of putting in precise, calculated moves. They're more or less flailing at you till their stamina goes down and then throwing. <laughs> or, or the flip. You know, they, they throw a few times and then they, they attack, attack, attack until they're all burnt out. So if you see your opponent constantly and consistently attacking off of that you get that second side heavy automatically and that's i mean i'm sorry but that's that's a lot of damage and usually that ends the fight uh that you usually kill them uh if you do the vortex once or twice which we'll get into that in a second i, I spoke about it before in previous recordings but we're going to go into that in a second um <clears throat> so yeah side heavy uh into side heavy works really well uh, if they're overly aggressive if they, however, are more uh, skilled at the game and they know how the X button works or the A button works or whatever space bar or whatever it is on PC and they start to dodge your attacks, um, that's when the feint comes in. And doing an opposite side feint is really great because the opposite side feint will force them to uh, sidestep one way or the other. And uh, doing that, you feint and then step the opposite way they're going and shoulder charge. And it's pretty much an uninterruptible, guaranteed shoulder charge uh, unless they roll away. And what's great about that is you're forcing them to take damage off the punish, read the feint, correctly guess the feint, which is important to note, stepping and using some of their stamina, and now panic rolling away to use even more stamina. So now you've already hit them with a punish, and you have a stamina lead on them. And what that means then, people, is you can do all sorts of nasty stuff off the shoulder. Because they're going to be totally frustrated uh, because every time you seem to give them an inch, you you don't. And they're getting hit out of stuff. Um, and also the spacing game is really interesting. I see a lot of players, as well as myself, doing this. You do that entire string, that whole setup. And then instead of landing the shoulder charge, you break it, you, you cancel that into either the feint into a, a zone attack, uh, which eats up most of your stamina. It's kind of a way to finish it off. And that way you know if they roll, you hit them usually, uh, because they don't expect that. Um, or the other option is to feint the shoulder charge guard break, because as they're rolling, it hits them, which is great. Uh, and that's probably your better option, your most stable option. Or you can go into another side attack, a side heavy or, or a side light light and a shoulder charge or what have you. Now, you can really do three or four of these shoulder charge uh, links or vortexes or whatever you want to call it um, before you really have to start being concerned about the stamina. Um, what you really want to go for is to try to end your string with that side heavy uh, or a wall throw to get the top heavy and then give yourself maybe three to five seconds at the most at the most to get half your bar back at half your stamina bar usually you have enough stamina in your pool to do more damage um, and that's something that really separates um, in my opinion the warden from some of the other character classes out there in the game is simply because a lot of the characters really need all their stamina to pose some sort of resistance um, Nobushi comes to mind, you know, her 
her stamina drain is really fast. She might be able to poke you and poison you and irritate you, but at the same time, or bleed, I'm sorry, but at the same time, if you can anticipate that and play the stamina game, you can win against Nobushi pretty, pretty regularly. Um, <clears throat> going on to my next move, and we'll go into Vortex here in a second, like I said. Um, the next move that I really think people should use more and is a great move is her zone attack. Uh, the Warden's zone attack is her longest reaching move. Um, it does pretty good damage. I think it's about a bar of damage, maybe a little less, um, or a block, or whatever you want to measure it. Um, it's done by doing uh, your light and heavy attack together. And what's really interesting about the move, and a lot of people don't seem to realize this, and it's great for mix-ups, is that Warden's zone attack will always hit the opponent on their left side. It'll always come from your right side, and it'll always hit their left side. So what you do is you basically false indicate. Um, some people are bitching about this online, but it's, it's a mix-up. That's all it is. It's a mix-up. Um, what you'll do is you'll focus on using your, your top light and your left heavy, and as soon as you start seeing them blocking that pretty efficiently, you throw in that zone attack. Now, you can't really do a whole lot after landing the zone attack, but it resets the situation and gets you a, a pretty good chunk of damage and makes them worried. It makes the opponent nervous. It gives that psychological uh, impact in the battle. Um, because you're far enough away where you get your stamina back pretty easily. Um, it zones really well. It's really great at setting up spacing games with shoulder charge. And it, it just makes them worry about what's coming next. Because now they're not going to be focusing on your running heavy, which is on the opponent's right side, or your top light, which is a top move, obviously. Uh, and now they're worried about all three directions being a good move, especially when you're running in. If you're running in, you can quickly let go of the, the run uh, command and hit your zone attack and hit on the opposite side of your running uh, heavy. So it's, it's a really, really good setup. Um, like I said, it does okay damage. It's not as much damage as like a, as like a heavy attack, but it's close. Uh, and it's and it's good. It's just really nasty. Um, that paired with top light, side heavy, and shoulder are pretty much all you need. Everything else goes right into the shoulder, and that's where we get into the vortex. The vortex is uh, it's an old term for combos and strings and flowcharts from Street Fighter and some of the other old fighting games. Uh, basically, a vortex is something that. You know, it's it's just like it sounds. A vortex is like a whirlpool. It just sucks you in and keeps you there. Um, it's a move that pulls you in, i.e. the shoulder charge. It covers lots of ground. It can knock down when they have low stamina. Um, when you, and this is a great point, when you are in revenge mode, it's an automatic knockdown if it hits them, which gives you a free top heavy, shit tons of damage, and it even sets you up so after the top heavy, you can step one way or the other and be ready for another attack. Um, it's not necessarily guaranteed, but they really have to guess. Um, and I've seen people wake up into guard break, which is really dirty. Uh, there's, there's, there's lots of goofy things you can do with it. Now, the vortex essentially is a four-way split. You basically have your top light, which transitions into shoulder off of hitting square, because I play on PS4. Um, your side light, your side light light attack, or side light attack gives you that. So there's two more. So that's three. It's actually more than four. Um, your, let me see, I'm trying to think. So your, um, your side heavy, you can get it off of that. Your dash, you can dash forward, backwards, left, or right, and hit square. And that's great because you can hold it to get a much deeper dash, um, and it pushes back pretty far. <clears throat> and what I just learned recently, which is really, really abusive, is 
you get a specific distance uh, added on to the shoulder push off a charged shoulder based on your throw distance. It's not much. I don't want people to think you can throw distance max and move people 150 feet. It's nothing like that. But what it does do is it's just enough to get people over the edge if they're right there. It's it's enough. A full, a full charged one with good throw distance uh, is pretty abusive. It's, it's scary. Um, and having that extra throw distance really makes it so where they think you're going to go for damage and you get that charged and you're right outside their hitbox, their spacing, to where they think they can throw out a move to interrupt you and you fly right into them after the attack finishes and you push them off the edge and they it works really well um i don't know how people feel about honorable or dishonorable kills with that but whatever you know it's a thing um, it also does a lot of interesting stuff in a revenge scenario like i was saying earlier if you are doing a vortex on somebody and you hit revenge it will interrupt your vortex uh and let you get a shoulder right afterwards pretty quickly and you've i've actually been in scenarios where i've hit two enemies at once with one shoulder charge and it's great because if they're right on top of each other and you pop it and hit your shoulder charge right afterwards that will knock both of them down for a free zone attack to hit both players um i've also seen side heavies hit both players so it's it's possible it does great damage especially with your revenge setup and it's it's ridiculous it's just a stupid situation to be in um but so we were going into the numbers of moves you can do so you can do the side attacks you can do um your top light attack which is usually your primary um i tend to use side light light or top light as my entrance move um but something you need to remember is after you land this on somebody especially someone that's not super skilled at dealing with the vortex which we'll go into that later um the move it, you're not done you don't have to just stop um, and it allows you to do it again. And something I need to point out to people that maybe are new or are trying this out is it's actually very, very viable to not do an attack into Vortex. Sometimes it's better to space and just hit them with a Vortex, hit them with the shoulder charge out of nowhere. If they're turtling and they're anticipating like a zone attack or the running uh, heavy attack that covers really good ground and tracks, Doing those moves a few times and then spacing out and then dashing deep, dashing into them and hitting hitting that actually works really, really well. Um, <clears throat> and, and that gets you right back into the vortex, into the circle of moves that they have to guess. And it's, it's just a bad setup for them. I mean, everything about it is not good. Uh, if you get hit by the unblockable shoulder charge, you do not take damage. So if I'm on the receiving end of a vortex uh, situation, I get hit by the shoulder charge. I now have to guess, are they going to guard break, which is pretty much guaranteed unless they break it. I mean, there's no room for error. They can't do anything. You, They have to anticipate the break. If it hits them, if it hits me, so if they're doing the throw and it hits me, they get a side heavy, okay? That then sets you up for another vortex. So you can do another shoulder charge afterwards and keep going. If it doesn't, now I want to point out, you can't do side heavy into vortex or into shoulder charge automatically, but it sets you up so you can do it again if you dash to the sides or back or forward. So you're, you just took a heavy, you're irritated because you got thrown and you feel like that's lame or whatever, you're getting frustrated. And now that player is going to do it again, but this time they're not going to go for side heavy. They're going to go for side light, light or top light. By doing that, they now get to hit square or whatever the you know attack is, a throw the guard break button is, to now automatically charge for the next one. And it's pretty fast. It's hard to deal with. 
Um, it's a little bit longer duration than the throw, so just put your mind at ease. It's not damn near unseeable. It's it's close. You, you can see it coming. Um, and now you can go into another mix-up. You can do what I like to do, which is faint it. So you start the charge, you get the flames, you see the unblockable symbol, and that makes people jump. That makes people roll or backdash, which is how you break out of this. And I want to clarify, like, you can get out of this scenario. This is not a a unwinnable situation. It's a shitty situation, but it's not unwinnable. Now, once once this opponent has hit you a couple times with this, you're going to be a little flustered probably. It, the most important thing to do to deal with this is to focus. Focus on what he's doing to you, not how many times his flaming shoulder is slamming into you and how many times the bitch yells pizza combo, which is not what she really says, but I love saying it. Uh, it sounds like she says pizza combo, and I think it's hilarious. Every time they pizza combo at you, okay, you need to focus on what they're doing next. It's not the shoulder charge you're really concerned about. It's what follows the shoulder charge. Um, are they throwing every time? Are they hitting you every time, which is guaranteed? That's normally what you see people do. Uh, are they are they going for the guard break into the heavy, which is the most damage? Are they... Are they hitting you with it and then doing something else like um, sidestep into another shoulder charge? I've seen that done. It's really weird uh, because you're basically getting shoulder charged. They're giving up damage to go into another shoulder charge, but it it's great for moving you. And a lot of people don't seem to think of positioning when they come to the Vortex. And that's the one weakness I see with Warden is you can get very, very predictable, even though this is like a four or five way mix up. It's very predictable uh, when it comes to uh, environmental hazards. You can actually kill wardens that are using it against you simply by rolling away and slowly moving towards an objective or a pit or something that you want them to push you towards. Because all you need to do is back roll, get out of that scenario, and you now have an opportunity to do a zone attack. You have an opportunity to dash if you're a, if you're a peacekeeper you can eat them up with a, a dash attack a dash light i think works really well <clears throat> and unless their pairing is really strong you i mean i just want to explain that vortex is not everything you know it's very very good it's uh one of the best mix-up situations that are in the game right now and that's one of the reasons why I, I claim that she's top tier. She's one of the best characters right now because she has so many options. She's versatile. You can adapt really well with her. So if you have a player that's very good at the game and very good at reading players and getting that Yomi figured out, the stuff we talked about in the previous recording, the mind games, the getting in your head, you start getting that going, you're damn near unstoppable with the Vortex if you do it correctly. Um, and it's, it's just great. It's just a really good setup. Uh, you know, moving players around though, eh, not the best thing. Uh, there are better ways. Just going into shoulder, into guard break is probably the best, most efficient way of moving players around. Um, and like I said, if you build your character for, uh, if you're playing with, um, sorry, we got police cars driving by. I just got to keep it easy. So if you're in a position where everybody is, um, doing this 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 stuff and they're not rolling away or parrying you got to teach them man you got to keep doing it um but like i said the biggest weakness that warden has in my opinion right now in the game is really the movement your dash for the warden is extremely short uh compared to some other characters 
you also have predictability being an issue with your standard attacks. So if your standard attacks, if you, if you listen to what I said earlier, you only really have three or four attacks you're going to use out of the damn uh, vortex. So if you're only using top light, side lights, and side heavies most of the time, and your top heavy is only being used in the open for feigning, you really don't have a whole lot of shit outside of the game. Now, granted, and I know people have already brought this up to me before on PSN, there aren't very many moves for a lot of the characters anyways. Um, it's not a huge list like the Valkyrie has. It's not a, a tiny list like the Warlord has, or the, uh, or the, uh, I'm sorry, what the hell is his name? I just went blank. Anyways, the point is, is, uh, Shigoki, there we go. It's not as it's not as small as Shigoki, where you pretty much have four or five hits and then a power throw. But otherwise, it's just you know you, you just have to play smarter, not harder. You you just have to do the best you can with what you have. And uh, really, the vortex is really all all the character has to really set them apart and give you variability, give you adaptability, and it's it's great. It's a, I think it's really good. I think it's a good way to get players better at the game. Being able to read a warden and pick them apart is really, really helpful. It really teaches you more core mechanics in the game. And it's just it's just a good situation. Uh, but that's going to be it for now. Um, really, to deal with Vortex, all you have to do is backroll when you see the flash. When you start seeing the, them flaming and yelling pizza combo, you just need to... To back roll, you need to XX, just XX, just bash, back dash and jump out. Um, I have seen players uh, effectively unlocking and hitting them out of stuff with a with a hitbox kind of glitch, um, where their moves will have a different uh, hitbox angle. But really, it's kind of hit or miss. Some characters can punish, some can't. Um, but for the most part, just back dashing and getting out of there is the way to do it. Um, a good way to deal with them, though, is simply w when it comes to backdashing, is if you can backdash and get them uh, perpendicular to the wall, or parallel, I'm sorry, parallel to a wall, where they're side by side with their shoulder uh, towards a wall, and they're kind of boxed in, it really limits their amount of mix-ups they can do to you, um, and nine times out of ten, they're usually going to go for a guard break off of the shoulder, so... That's going to be it for now. Uh, you're listening to Lefty uh, in the game room. We were talking about uh, For Honor and some Warden mix-ups and strats. Uh, you can check us out over at uh, twitch.tv uh, slash the lefty with an underscore between the and lefty. We hope to see you there. We'll try to do some streaming there soon. Uh, have a good time, guys.